The GXP Podcast is brought to you by Generation X Productions. Generation X Productions is your premier DJ, photo booth, and uplighting entertainment company in the northeastern Iowa area. Since 1995, Generation X Productions have been providing exceptional wedding services, corporate events, school dances, and bar and nightclub services that exceed expectations. Go to gxpdjs.com to book your event today. GXP Podcast. Chatting with the coolest people from across the Midwest who do some awesome things. We've been at this a minute. <laughs> and that's the podcast. Thanks for coming out. See you next year. Yeah, we love it. Now, here's your host, Brian Lee. Talking about returning back, too, is the crazy thing, you know? Seemed appropriate. I think it's so. always appropriate. You can always play that it's one. It's a fantastic song. <laughs> Classic <laughs> 90s jam. When my when my son took his first steps, I meshed uh, Here Comes the Hot Stepper in the back. Yes! I, I thought that was tight. That's great. Why wouldn't you? Exactly. That's awesome. Welcome to uh, the GXP Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for uh, tuning in. Yeah. Look who we have here. Finally. Finally. Fucking finally. I started looking through my text messages. They started in like late July. Yep. Mm -hmm. So here we are. <laughs> it's November. It's November. We finally got Kayla Henderson here on uh, behalf of uh, my co-host, DJ Verbatim. What up, world? Pete Wilcox. Came here for the beards. Came here for the beards. Beards and the beer. Yes. Yeah, my beard is weak compared to you guys. <laughs> Your beard is weird. My beard is weird. <laughs> my beard is nothing. Yeah, yeah, you got, you got. I can't grow a beard to save my life. It doesn't grow on the sides. No shit. Huh? No. Oh well, fuck. Black people <laughs> problems. <laughs> Just black. genetically inferior. Did you say black people problems? <laughs> is it? I don't, I don't know if think, it is. I, I'm not it's sure probably not. How it works. It's not. But that's it's not just a, funny. That's not how it works. Just funny. I don't think that's how it works. No, several people I know have beards that are black. Yeah, really who's great that, ones. Too. Who's that basketball player? So uh, they got the famous beard. James oh, Harden. There you go. Thank you. Okay. I got you. I Pete. mean, it's about as famous as yours. You got a pretty famous beard, Kale. Well, if I could take five steps before every jump shot, I'd be famous too. So. <laughs> yeah, that's how that. There's works. that. I can't as long as you step back. As long as, oh, he's the worst. Great, great beard though. Yeah, he's great got a fantastic beard. beard. Really can't, good. Stand watching him play. Cannot. I'd yeah. rather watch grass grow. Oh, All real. the other uh, referees are like, man, I didn't notice travel because he had a great beard. <laughs> that's what. That's what it must be. <laughs> Doc because Rivers they lost do not... his shit yeah. the other night over that guy. <laughs> they do not call traveling when it comes to him. That's awesome. The rules don't apply. That's awesome. Good for him. He figured it out. He's grown his, his – I don't think he's never had a beard or never not had a beard. I saw a picture of him in college. In college. He, he looked like an I, I meant in pro child. when he was – yeah. yeah. He, look, he, he doesn't even look recognizable. No chin or neck or anything. Well, he's got, <laughs> a, he's got a mashed grill too, so like the beard helps. <laughs> <laughs> like, man, you got – write a check and get some teeth. We got Kale Henderson on the GXP podcast. Thank you for finally making it on. I appreciate it. Thanks yeah, for having me. Yeah. No, I, I appreciate your time, man. Uh you got a lot of things going on. You're a very busy guy. You got a wonderful family, and um, we just want to see how the fuck have you been? <laughs> this time of year uh, is exceptionally busy for me because of the all the fundraising we do around Christmas. But yeah. 
And once I get on the other side of that, I kind of get the that nice sigh of relief. We're taking the kids to Florida for Christmas. Good. And then, uh, yeah, hopefully, you know, fire back up in 2020. Nice, man. You got the beard extravaganza coming up, right? Mm-hmm. Is yes, it, we do. Did I say that correctly? Beard shaving extravaganza. Yeah, tell us about that. So, do you want like the how it originated or like yeah, what we're doing? Yeah, it's all of it, man. All yeah. Okay. Of that. Okay. Well, um, back up to where are we at? We're going to put this up here. And so, instead of, there you go. That's my fault. Oh, there you go. See, that sounds a lot better. All right. So, back up to 2011, my wife and I had a special needs baby. Um, my little daughter, Tatum, had was born with several severe heart defects. Uh, which caused us to stay in the Ronald McDonald house, a couple of different ones um, for extended periods of time. Wow. And when you leave the Ronald McDonald house, now you can stay there for free for as long as your stay is. And when I left, there was a nice, um, nice survey they gave me. And at the bottom, there was an option to donate money, like just to, to help pay for your stay or just kick back, you know, for right. And I didn't, and I hadn't worked in like six weeks and I had a stack of bills at home and I was 50 and I was still, I was in Palo Alto, California over Christmas. And I did. I had like less than my, I had less than zero money. You know, like I was staring up at broke at the time. And I just kind of made a promise to myself that, like, if I ever got back in the black, that I would make, I would make that right somehow. I would, yeah. be, I would try to repay that debt somehow. And I ended up growing this fucking terrible beard that next year. I mean, <laughs> terrible. Like Civil War general meets homeless dude. Let me just. It was awful. Absolutely awful beard. And my wife and I were sitting having lunch one day, and we were talking about. We, we, what we'd agreed to was not spending any money on each other for Christmas that year and spending and giving the money that we would normally spend on each other to the Ronald McDonald House as a donation. Nice. Yeah, just, again, to, like, try to repay what they gave us. So she said, hey, all your friends are fucking stupid. Maybe they'll give us f- anywhere from, like, 5 to 20 bucks to come to your – let's throw a party and see if we can't shave that thing and make some money. She was Talking ti- about your beard. She was tired yeah. of looking at it. I was tired of brushing food out of it. It was my first beard. I didn't know what I was doing. It's an amazing beard, it, by the way. It's better now. It was, yeah, the first couple of years were sketchy at best. So, <laughs> so this is what happened. So this one little dumb idea of my wife saying, hey, we should get some friends together and see if they'll uh, come up with some money and maybe we could boast our donation somehow. Sure. So I said, cool. Made a flyer, invited a few friends, and then like a week and a half, or it was less than two weeks, I know that, we made almost 5000 Oh, my gosh. Right. Awesome. So then the next year comes around. And people are coming up to me like, hey, I want to participate. Uh, how do I do this? Like, what do, we, what do we do? What do we do? And I was like, okay, maybe I should start paying some attention to this and put some effort into this. Because yeah. this, this is obviously going to have some legs. And then the next year we did like 12,000. Wow. And then I think 17. And then every year since has been 20 to 25. Last year we did 27. No kid, That's it's, a lot of fucking money. Damn. Yeah. Dude. we've So this is year seven. First six years we've donated over $110,000. <gasps> oh. Holy shit. Yeah. Is it and all to Ronald McDonald? All of it to the Iowa City Ronald McDonald House. That's fucking awesome. And the cool, actually, one of the coolest things about this whole thing is the relationships that I've built along the way with vendors. So we we allot money to certain ideas every year and certain projects every year. Like we just did the the, the playroom for the kids this year. Yeah, I've seen that. Had Scott Takis come in and do a mural. Yeah. You know, we did, we just took it down to Bear Studs, redid the whole thing top to bottom, and it's just beautiful and safe and clean and uh, everything has to be clean in the Ronald McDonald house. Obviously, sure. you've got kids with, you know, weak immune systems and things like that. But so one year we did beds for the entire place. One year we we did TVs and DVD players or Blu-ray players for the entire place. So every year we like a lot of projects and we fill the food pantry. We buy Christmas presents for everybody there. And then at the end of it, they just get whatever cash is left over. So, yeah, this year our goal is 30000 Wow. 
I mean, if we did 27 last year on a Sunday. We should be able to do 30 this year. On a Saturday? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. When is it? It's December 7th. December 7th, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, definitely check that out. Uh, it's going to be at Tailgaters. It's going to be at Tailgaters. And uh, several people are shaving their beards, correct? I would imagine. Well, I think last year I had like 30. 30 people. Probably at least that. We should get Peter to shave his beard for it. I think Pete has to hold on to he this He has for a while. dilemma. I, I, I want to. I, I promised that I, promised, uh, I would do a, a Santa thing this year. Well, cool. We'll get him year eight. <laughs> I'll shave my beard. Cool. For sure. I mean, it's not much of a beard. It's kind of. Kind of like a patchy, like uh, pedophile beard. But I might uh, keep mine this year. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. I'm, I'm screwing around. Just keep it in a bag. I'm down to throw money in though. I've, I've you got to come check a, it out. Yeah, you got to come I'm check there. it out. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Brian's been there several years. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, I've donated uh, like GXP gift yep. certificates yep. and everything, and I'll do that again this year. Obviously, I appreciate that. Thank um, you. So you know, if anybody wants to, you know, get our GXP services for, you know, weddings or photo booth or anything like that, uh, you know, we'll throw out, uh, you know, two hundred fifty dollar GXP. Gift oh wow! Card. Thank you. Yeah. That's that's very generous. Thank you. So that way it helps out with anything. Jesus Christ, dude. He's spilling on the computer and everything. Yeah. No, I didn't. Did I? Yeah. Oh, just, oh my God. Last time I'll be asked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't worry, though. He's just got paper towels right behind the bar. Well, yeah. Jesse Sauerbrei brought them when he brought uh, ch- God, chicken it? and everything on. And everything. The, the and everything was a, kind of a big deal. There, yeah, right? he brought a bottle of Cristal. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, well, if I didn't know it was that kind of party, I wouldn't have come empty-handed, guys. <laughs> Dude, it's not that kind of party. <laughs> he, just, he just did something weird. Uh, Jesse's brought, a cool guy. Yeah, you know, he brought uh, champagne and fried chicken. He's like, have you ever had fried chicken and champagne together? And I was like, no. And, you know, Jesse's this yeah. big buff dude. And uh, I was like, uh, no. And he's like, oh, yeah, well, here's fried chicken. <laughs> well, I've, I've had fried chicken and everything else, I think. But, yeah, I know. <laughs> but not $250 bottles of champagne. No, good for him. <laughs> So awesome, man. Um, uh, December 7th, you said? December 7th, the tailgaters, yeah. It's a Saturday? It's a Saturday this year. It's our first Saturday. Every year so far, we've done it on a Sunday to try to stay yeah. kind of like out of the way. But, yeah. not, and, you know, we're just we're not an out-of-the-way event anymore. So No, no. Who's the entertainment that night? Uh, actually, we've got Nassau and Chubby. Oh, sweet. Right? So it's acoustic, so it's not so loud that you can't talk to each other. It's, yeah. still, it's still a really social event. Uh, in years past, I've done bands, and it's just it's overwhelming. Sure. Just, to, just from a noise level standpoint, yeah, with that many people yeah. in there, so should be cool. Awesome, man! December seventh, we definitely need to check that out. I'm excited. Uh, we're going to raise thirty thousand dollars for the uh, Iowa Steadfast Children's Hospital. Is that correct? Uh, no, the, the Ronald McDonald Ronald, House. Ronald McDonald House. Yep. Okay, my bad. No, yeah, it's fine. I said the wrong thing. Yeah, but um, you well, know, that's Carson King's thing. Yeah, <laughs> and you just said you got fucked up with him the other day. I got fucked up. I can't tell you how <laughs> fucked up he got. He's a, he's a large man. Is he really? He's like six six. Is he really? Yeah. Oh, damn. Yeah. No um, wonder he ran out of beer money. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, we 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 had some drinks though for sure. We had some drinks. It was funny to watch him try to interact, with, or I shouldn't say him try to interact. People come up to him like nonstop. He couldn't go anywhere. We were down at Jimmy Z's for the after party for the uh, hometown heroes thing with with Brett Michaels. Yeah. And people were coming up to him like, oh, my God, you're Carson King. And he's, yeah, hi, how are you? You know, do just do, do the whole thing. He's getting thing. over it, isn't he? <laughs> well, I mean, he's been famous for about a month. Yeah. You know, so a lot of people get that slow drip into fame, you know, and are famous for, you know, different reasons. His just, you know, just landed in his lap on a Monday morning. So yeah, he's done so pretty well I... with it. <laughs> Is he a cool cat? I think he's a really cool cat. He spoke at a school here. Did he? I think he just this week he spoke to a middle school here in town. It was pretty controversial on uh, the old KCRG Facebook. No shit. I had no idea about it. I don't watch the news. KCRG hates me online. Yeah, you got banned on Facebook. I did. I did. <laughs> I'm like, how does Kale Anderson get banned and go to Facebook jail? I mean, how the hell does that Facebook happen? Facebook jail. Uh, it was uh, 
<laughs> I'll just tell you the story. Somebody yeah. put up this dog shit lunch special. <laughs> and uh, no, I'll do it. It was serious. I'm dead serious. I wake up with a hangover and I'm looking at my phone and I'm just already cranky. And somebody puts up something that you would eat the morning you got an OWI. And they're like, $9.99 at wherever the fuck. And I looked at him and was like, hey, don't feel too bad. My dog won't go outside and shit when it's this cold either. <laughs> and, yeah. And, you know, I should have done it. It was dumb, especially, like, in the middle of a fundraising campaign. I lost <laughs> kicked off Facebook for two days. But, you know, that's just me. It was a local place? I don't think too much. Yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was of course that. it was. Yeah. 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 yeah, we're not going to insert uh, bullet checks here. <laughs> <laughs> just looked terrible. Oh, uh, that would be probably tasted great, but just you know, not a great picture. <laughs> wrong day. Yeah. Wrong time. <laughs> wrong time. Got, got you up on his wrong feed. meal. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> I'll show you a picture of it. You guys will all be like, "Oh man, that's that's horrendous." Well, you're probably yeah. right. Uh, you know? <laughs> I don't know. I'll tell you what, though. It was it was nice not to be on Facebook for a few days. Yeah. How was that? It's, it was wonderful. You know, I've always had to be on Facebook because of the business and everything. Yep. You know, I don't want to lose any business or not respond to anybody or anything like that. But uh, I've contemplated on not being on Facebook, uh, you know, for a, a short amount of time. And I wonder what that's like because it's been 11 years since I haven't not been on Facebook. I'm, you know? I'm right there with you. I think I was, yeah, 2010, yeah. 09, 2010, somewhere like that. But, yeah, I mean, we're both handcuffed to it. I mean, as far as, yeah. like how we promote, how we get people where we want them to be, what, you know, try to get them, you know, we, we were always trying to get out in front of people and for different reasons. And it's the best, cheapest way to do it. It just, mm -hmm. it just is. But Reaches the most people. It's, it's free. It's yeah. I mean, to, it, you know, for the most part, for the most part, there's times you where I pay promote stuff. Yeah. yeah. Well, honestly, I can reach more people from my personal page than I can from our admin page anymore because the personal page, you have so many followers and blah blah blah, and the and the admin pages, are, the algorithm's so screwed up. Yeah, you could have. I was talking to Mike Schulte one time. He is like thirteen, fourteen thousand Facebook likes for the pork tornadoes. He puts up a post, eighteen people see it. Yeah, he puts twenty bucks behind it, five thousand people see yeah, it. Yeah, and that's how it is. Yeah. you know, Matt Rissy was just talking about that too, um, about how you got to pay for basically, you know, the the admin page pages and so right. forth. Yeah, they're not Otherwise, stupid. No, they're not. Um, but they can't they can't throttle your regular pages, you know how many people see your stuff. I mean maybe they can, but it seems like you know when whenever you post something from your personal page, you you know I mean you get hundreds of likes every single time you post something positive. Um, pretty jealous to be honest with you. <laughs> but uh, you know I'm like you, you you post such positive stuff. You know you love your wife and and, well, and you have an amazing family and by and large everything around me is is in really good is in a really good space right now. And I, it always hasn't been like that. You know that. Right. Um, we've been to some pretty pretty tough spots and been in tough spots a long ways from home. And But when things are good, you got to let people know things are good. You know, I've always believed that. It's, it's a weird thing to one day be just – well, like look what Carson King is going through. Like he was literally just some dude that nobody knew ever he was just gonna go to i think he said he was just gonna go to a community college and then be a sheriff sure you know that was his goal and now because he did one positive thing his whole his whole entire life has taken a spin in a completely different direction and now different avenues are open up to him and he has more opportunities he can do more good he can he can be the face of something that can generate 
a lot of money and do a lot of positive work. And he really didn't do anything that you would consider to be groundbreaking. The guy held up a sign on TV. That's it. Yeah. That but, was it. but what happened around him was special and he was able to steer that in the right direction. And I think that's kind of what happened to me. I mean, I grew a beard and I shaved it and that's kind of the end of the story well, as far you, as we know. I mean, it really is. I mean, the simplicity of it is, is that sure. exactly. But what you've done beyond that is, is something else, you know? Uh, well, like I said, well, I, I'm married to a wonderful woman, a very smart woman who is also the vice president of the Ronald McDonald house board of directors now soon to be next president. Wow. And you know, there's, there's something about having the, that powerhouse in your life. Somebody that's always pushing you in the right direction that doesn't settle for settle for less. And not in a bad way. It's not like she's cracking the whip on me or anything like that. But, you know, like dumb shit on Facebook like that the other day. She's like, Kale, what are you doing? <laughs> you know, you were you like, leave them alone. You were on the news last night talking about all this great stuff that we're doing down at the Ronald McDonald House. And now you're picking on some crappy lunch special. I was like, I know. I'm sorry. Uh, bullet checks. <laughs> Yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. allegedly could have been, <laughs> but not, you know, yeah. it gets a little silly. <laughs> no, but that's awesome, man. I mean, uh, we've known each other a long time. Yeah, we have uh, a good 10 years. At oh, least. longer than that. Yeah, 15 years, maybe. I'm trying to remember. I remember this is okay. This well, is, I say this in every podcast. I'm like, we go way back. No, no, no. <laughs> I can, I can, I can remember the, the first time I hired you to spin, uh, was when Mace dropped welcome back. So we should look when that was. Oh four. Oh four. Oh yeah. yeah. So call fifteen. <laughs> oh, yeah. And that was the first. And I knew you before that, but that was the first time I booked you. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I remember. I remember you and I just debating on whether or not we liked that track. I, and I do now. I know. do. I well, I, I like the sample <laughs> on it a lot. Yeah. Well, I'm not a big fan back. of clean rap, but I mean, <laughs> right. <laughs> Whatever. Everybody finds Jesus. I love eventually. Mace. That's Do love funny Mace. I like old Mace. Yeah, Mace. I love old yeah. Mace. Oh, yeah. You know, like. Uh, looking at me. Yeah. Why are you over there looking at me? Oh. Why are your girl standing there? Yeah. Pharrell <laughs> did that beat. Yeah. Yeah. Neptunes. Doom. Has he aged at all? No. I don't think so. Well, it's he's because, got the secret. It's, it's he's because got the he secret. became a pastor for a while, so well, it, it seems no, Pharrell. Pharrell. Oh, Pharrell. Oh, that's like no, Pharrell hasn't aged. No, he's part of the Illuminati. He's he's good. <laughs> he's you look of, pictures of him and Idris Elba from twenty years ago, and it's like those guys haven't aged a bit. Yeah. He's part of it. Oh, that's yeah, that's got to be it. Good for him. Or just you know take care of yourself and take care of your skin. I don't fucking know. <laughs> I'm, I'm the one drinking beer on no sleep. Black don't crack. Black don't crack. There's what they say. But man, he's if there's one. Guy that epitomizes that it's Pharrell Williams because he does not. He still looks like he's ten. Vampire. Yeah, yeah I'm 38 and I look like I'm 58. <laughs> yeah. There's that. I feel like I'm 68. <laughs> you look amazing though, man. Look at you, dude. You look great, dude. Oh, I, I well, can't thanks. believe you got drunk the other day. <laughs> I uh, well, yeah, just so I could talk shit on Facebook. Apparently, yeah. can't believe you've done so <laughs> some, so many heinous things. No, you look amazing, dude. Huh? Thanks. So, uh, you've been working out. Um, been working out a little bit. Uh, Amanda, is it Campbell? Yeah. I've been trying to get her on, talk about her business. And, uh, she keeps blowing me off. I will, uh, I will put I a bucket I seen her rewind here. the other night. Did you? And, yeah. And I was like, hey, do you know who I am? And she goes, yeah, you're Brian Lee. And I was like, uh, so now you can't blow me off. Right. <laughs> so, uh, you guys did a fundraiser, uh, together. Yeah, right? we did. We did. She kicked my ass. Um, we have a shame birthday is how that worked out. Is that? Okay. I was wondering how that. So we did a workout went. fundraiser for school supplies. And she almost put me in an early grave. Yeah, I'll never do that again. All right, let's write the check next time. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> Good God, she tried to kill me. That girl works out. We did eighteen hundred yeah. revel. 
we did eighteen hundred separate reps a piece. It was eighteen hundred. Eighteen hundred. Because we we did a dollar for every dollar. We did a rep for every dollar we raised. Oh no shit. Each. Yeah, it was awful. I'm not even gonna lie about it. <laughs> I ran out of sweat twice and like got cold and started getting tipsy and shit. Ran out of sweat. August 14th, too. So we're outside in that motherfucker. It's 95 degrees outside. And I'm bouncing tires in a parking lot, puking in the grass. And I look up at the board and I'm like, oh, only 1,450 reps to go. Yay. God, that motivation. I'm still mad at her. But you look good, man. I mean, shit. Well, it's the 1,800 reps. I mean, yeah. Yeah, you lost a bunch of weight. Lately. I did lose some weight. Yeah. I did lose some weight. I put some back on, though, because I've been lifting, and now I'm just a furnace. I just eat all the shit. Yeah, that's good, so, though, man. You know? Drinking beer. Well, drinking beer is good for you. Drinking beer is good you know, for you. It's legal. It's good for you. It's calories, man. <laughs> calories are energy. It's legal. It's good for it's you. Legal. So what's going to be legal 90 miles from here in a month and a half? Marijuana. Marijuana. Wait, wait. 90 miles. Is that Wisconsin, Illinois, or Minnesota? Illinois. Oh, uh, no, probably no, all no. the above. Oh. <laughs> everywhere, everywhere but here. Yeah. No, I just seen that today. Uh, yeah. That uh, the my dad is stoked. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, How's uh, Chicago gonna deal with that? Well, it's already legal in Illinois uh, starting January first. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yep. I know Michigan did it, but yeah. So know. Illinois was like, uh, fucking, finally we can focus on murder. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> no. Specifically in one area. Yeah. Specifically, yeah, yeah. I wasn't going to pinpoint out anything but Peoria. Um, so. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not Peoria. No. It's just crazy that that's going to be legal. I mean, think about think about when you were a kid and all the shady shit you had to do to buy, like, the worst weed in the history. And now, you, I mean, I don't know. You just walk into a store. Walk, yeah, I've never bought weed Well, we got four dispensaries in Iowa already. I've, I've never bought weed. Like, I've never walked. I, I want to swipe my card for weed so bad. <laughs> Like, that just seems so legit. Yeah. Oh, good. I need the points on my Amex. Well, That's you know, how I felt about cigarettes. Right? Yeah. I quit smoking. That, yeah, yeah, that I've never hard. smoked. Never smoked. But when I turned 17, because at the time, that's how old you had to be. What? I went into a gas station. 17? Yeah. Buying cigarettes? Yeah. What? It was that for me. Were you on a military base? In a, no. Yeah, no, in it, was it was always 18. It was always 18. Well, whatever. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure it was. Well, anyways. It was 18. Anyways, yeah. I went into a gas station and bought a pack and... Walked out and threw it away. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. I just wanted to be able to do it. Freedom. I was never a smoker. I was never a smoker. That's funny. <laughs> Jesus, my dog is just going through. She just went outside and took a shit. Now she's got the zoomies. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so you, you you bought a pack of cigarettes yeah. and threw them away. Just threw them away. So when you can buy, I felt so powerful. When you can buy weed now, where you can do the same thing. Probably oh, not. <laughs> <laughs> he had me going there for a second. Yeah. Like, like I'll just follow you in, like <laughs> dumpster dive. Yeah. <laughs> Why would you do that? Why would you do that? I quit smoking for like twenty years. I well, not twenty years, at least fifteen. Cigarettes? Uh, weed. Oh, weed. And then, um, you know, just anxiety and bullshit, and uh, not being able to sleep, and working fucking up hours, and all these all these different things. And you know, now I'm not I'm not ash- I'm not even ashamed to admit that every once in a while now. I'll take a couple hits and walk inside and just go straight to bed. Yeah. It's nice. You know? It makes you sleep good. Yeah. You know, yeah. and uh, it's medicine, man. Ba- basically, um, once the government realizes, okay, well, we can make money off it just like they did back in Prohibition, um, and they get over that fact, the stigma is going to go away because everybody drinks now. Yeah. And nobody looks at you different if no. you drink, uh, whether you drink from sun- sundown or one day a month. It's going to be the same way with marijuana. Um, you know, the stigma is, is going away, and this and the states are going to be wealthier because of it. 
I hope so. Except I, Iowa. I, except Iowa. Everywhere, yeah, everywhere <laughs> except here. I, uh, like I said, I, uh, I've always kind of separated drugs, like from what I was called, like real drugs. You know, like I always said, if it came from the ground, it's probably not going to kill you. You know, now if it's, you know, packaged, if it's made in some bathtub in Marshalltown and you buy it from some dude with no teeth, <laughs> been up since Christmas, you know, you're that's, that's dicey. <laughs> been up since, yeah, yeah. It might be a little questionable. Might think about it, yeah. But uh, <laughs> if you add bleach to it, yeah. <laughs> Well, but, you know what? What they say in the movie "Knocked Up"? If it if it comes from the if, if it comes from the earth, it's probably okay. But that's not always the case because heroin and cocaine come from the earth. Sure, but I mean, they're to processed. A degree, they're you're processed, right. you know. But right. mushrooms and 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 marijuana, they're all right. Yeah, I mean, in my book, I mean, I'm not writing one, but <laughs> if I were to write one, I mean, I just think the, I think the narrative's changed over the years. I mean, yeah. when I was a kid, I mean. The Schedule One drugs were always all the same. Like there was no difference. If you put, if you put a needle over here full of heroin and a needle over here full of meth, and you put a big fat nug right next to it, those were all the same thing. Yeah, Didn't matter. And, and that's not the case. No, it's not even close. Nobody dies from pot. No, nobody. No, at, at you just best, get hungry, happy, sleepy. Yep, that's it. That's <laughs> it. Nobody, side nobody's been like, man. Did you hear about Pete the other day? He smoked yeah. this big fat joint and died. Yeah, man. I smoked yeah. four marijuanas. <laughs> I smoked four <laughs> marijuanas. All the yep. And he died. Well, how did he die? Well, he crashed into a tree because he's high as shit. That's nope. how he died. Nope. No, no, he didn't right. because he didn't hit that tree that hard because he was going seven miles an hour. <laughs> and he couldn't he didn't even get out of the parking <laughs> lot. It took him half an hour to find his keys. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't get out of the yeah. parking lot. Yeah. <laughs> So no, how's that going to work though? I mean, it, uh, that that bridge that that goes over the Mississippi, then is there just going to be just constant, you know, sheriffs? Gotta on, be. I mean, no, it's not going to. Is not it stop be and frisk? No, I, I mean, mean, basically the government is saying, okay, well, it, it goes state by state now, and uh, you know, th that's the you know the thing over in these tri-state areas, like that's why the alcohol is different prices over there because we're a control state, right? So they don't they don't control who goes over there and buys liquor and then comes back to Iowa with it. No, they don't. They don't You're give right. a shit. Yeah. Uh, if you get caught, you know, if you get you know caught with marijuana that you bought over in Illinois at a dispensary right over the bridge, uh, you know that it's illegal in Iowa. To tell when it's not. And that's all there is going to be to it. It's going to be a fine. You're not going to go to jail. It's going to be a civil penalty um, is, is basically what it's boiling down to. Is that... That's a lot lighter than what I anticipated. I figured they would just be almost like what you were saying with just guards and dogs and everybody on the other side of the they don't bridge. Have the manpower like to it's the border. Do it. Yeah, you know. <laughs> you know, I mean, and why? Interpol going to Why would you, yeah. you know, put that much effort into something like that? You know, I mean, they don't do it for alcohol and it's weed. On top of at the end of the day, it's weed. Now, now here's the deal. You know, you, you can't live in Dubuque and then own a bar and go over to East Dubuque and buy your liquor a lot cheaper because you're not paying the Iowa State tax right. on it or cigarettes um, and bring it back over. You know, and people do it, I'm sure. But uh, at the end of the day, it's not what you're supposed to do. Now, the same way is going to happen with marijuana. Now, if you get caught bringing over fucking half a pound or something like that, your intent to sell and... Um, then you open be, yourself up to all yeah, that. Yeah, of course, you know, and that's that's the thing. Um, just be smart about it, you know. And the cops really don't have the time to bust people for nickel bags and dime bags and and people smoking recreational marijuana. What's the? I assume there's going to be a max on like what you can walk over there and buy. I yeah, I don't know. I don't know anything about that. I've never walked into a dispensary. Um, I'm neither. We, you know, we have them here in Iowa. We got them in Waterloo and Davenport and Des Moines and everything, but it's for medical use only. Medicinal, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, 
I, you know, I don't know how that works. I've never gone to one in, De- you know, in Denver or anything like that when I've been out there. Although I've driven by them and they got these huge neon pot leaves. Right. Well, like I said, I'm so new, I'm so new to the game again. And like I said, when I say I smoke, like I smoke like once a month. You know, like on a night when I come home at three o'clock in the morning and I got shit to do at six. Like I don't want to sit up and watch gargoyles on Disney Plus for two hours. I want to go to bed. Or you don't want to drink. You know. Yeah, I don't drink much. So. I'm with you on that. That's why I give yeah. you three beers. Jesus. Right. Yeah, I'll be now on the floor. Now I'm the asshole. Yeah. No, I'm not, when I say I don't drink much, like, I don't, I don't, like, I, you know, I run a bar, but I don't drink there. Right, of I, course. Like, I, don't get me wrong. Like, my wife and I will get a babysitter. We'll go out. We'll get fucked up. We'll do the whole thing and have a good time, like, once a month. Sure. You know, we're just busy. That's all, It's not that I don't want to. <laughs> well, you got a lot going on. You got two young kids and, and uh, everything else. But, uh, you know, as far as the marijuana thing goes, uh... I, I think it's it's going to be just exactly how alcohol went uh, after after prohibition ended. You know, they're just like, well, fuck it, we really can't do anything more. Um, so let's just make money off of it, and it's just going to go across the board, and everybody's just going to accept the fact. Well, when you look at it from a from like a medicinal trade standpoint, with what they're capitalizing on right now, I mean, they, they, you can walk into any doctor right now with a sprained ankle, and he's going to write you a prescription for shit that could kill you. Absolutely. I mean, instantly. You, I mean. You, Heath Ledger died with one Jack and Coke and and what was just garden variety painkiller. So I don't know. It's six yeah. one way, half a dozen the other. But I would rather take something from the earth. Yeah. You know? No, I agree with you 100. percent You, you know, take ten Tylenol. All the opioids, headache. everything that's going on right now. I mean, so many people are addicted to them than uh, you know marijuana and mushrooms. I mean, it's comparable to the crack uh, epidemic of the 80s at this point. Mm. Yeah. It really is. Yeah, it's crazy. And, it's, uh, and this time it's government funded. Yeah. Well, and it's Big Farm that's funding the government and uh, making money off of it. And that's the two biggest pushbacks are the Big Farm companies and alcohol companies. They don't want marijuana to be legal. Because when you drink or, or when you smoke marijuana, you don't want to drink. I mean, no. like if you're if you're half buzz and you smoke some marijuana, you're like, fuck it, I'm done for the night. I'm right. good. I'm ready to go. Or if you smoke a marijuana, no one's like, give me a Jack of Coke. And maybe you'll drink one. Right. And you're like, man, I'm so fucking buzzed right now that – I just want to lay down. No, trust me. I, I booked this amazing Grateful Dead tribute band like oh, twice a year. Oh Jesus! The bar the bar doesn't do doesn't draw flies. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean nobody, nobody's drinking. No. no, hey man, can I get an orange juice? I'm like man, seven <laughs> fifty. <laughs> I was gonna say eleven fifty. <laughs> I had one guy pass out in there one time. Just fell the fuck over. Sixty years old, just falls over. I jump off the bar and I run over there. I was like, hey man, what's going on? And I had Jen call the cops. You know. You know, at least get fire and ambulance on their way, you know, because like I said, the guy's old and fall just falls over. <laughs> and we get him sat up and the medical medical team gets there and they're looking at him like, okay, man, walk us through what happened. And he looks at me and he goes, well, this guy gave me a cookie like an hour ago. And I was like, God, oh, damn, oh, dude, you could have told me that before I called the cops. You're just high. That's it. <laughs> Grow up. Uh, yeah. Grow up. Fuck, man. God. Oh. Get your life together. Get your fucking yeah. life together. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like, you know, that's the thing. It's like... Uh, I do that. That's my job. Like, I do that at work. Yeah, but people get fucked up. People, people die from alcohol up. every single day. Daily. And uh, nobody dies from weed. No, not in the history of weed. Now, when you when you eat weed, it does affect you differently because it goes through your liver yes. and it metabolizes differently. Yes, it does. Um, so people have had episodes of... You can seize. 
yeah, people have had seizures, um, but some, some, you know, the most common things are people have like uh, light uh, hallucinations sure. and so forth, and all that can happen because it is metabolizing through your body differently. So, you know, if you if you're gonna but those eat, are that's a rare rare occurrence. It is, but it can happen. So right. if you're gonna eat weed, um, you know, just be careful with it. Um, I knew somebody back in the day who had some weed cookies, and uh, he ate them and. He felt like the couch was eating him, and uh, maybe it was. It's possible, may, and and I didn't think. I mean, he didn't think it was, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it felt like it, you know. And then the next thing you know, you wake up fifteen hours later, and you're like, I'm. He was still fucking high, you know. Um, and so it does affect the body different when you when they eat it, and yep. And, <laughs> you're really struggling through that <laughs> when. Your friend on your my, mom's my side. My friend. That's kind of the point. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but, uh, you it. know, so um, just be careful with that, you know, because there are a lot of edibles out there that can, you don't know the strength of them. Um, you know, I've had a buddy who ate. Well, they're inconsistent. Yeah. Like, I had a buddy who ate a gummy bear and uh, we came home after I was DJing a gig and he wakes up on the couch and he was just still ripped out of his gourd after sleeping for six hours. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and you know it, you got to know. And uh, no, you can go to the other side real quick on those if you're not careful. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So smoking, smoking, you can just be like, I'm done. You know, right. I can, right. You know, only inhale so much. Um. Also, another thing about weed. Um. Remember the whole like theory of like if you hold it in longer, you're gonna get higher longer. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's not true. Apparently. Yeah. Or if you it's, cough it's, more. It's so weird that all the guys that were giving me weed when I was a kid gave me shitty advice on how to do it. Isn't yeah. That weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the first. Yeah, all the twenty-five-year-old yeah. stoners that were giving me weed when I was fourteen. I'm sorry, gave me bad advice too. That's so weird. I'm sorry about that. Right. <laughs> I'm just Funny I, how that I never sold him any weed. Yeah. No, no. On so purpose. Funny. On purpose. On purpose. I never. Yeah. No, I heard. I was heard that one. I was heard like. Uh, coughing opens up your lungs and you get higher. Yeah, that, that's yeah. all. That's got to be all bullshit. It's all bullshit. You know, I mean, basically, so it it uh, absorbs in through your throat and into your lungs. You know, through the blood vessels in your lungs. Right. So whether you hold it in longer or not, it's gonna absorb what it's gonna absorb. Yeah, I always tell people you want to get higher, just buy better weed. I don't. Yeah, tell, yeah no I don't shit. Tell you. <laughs> if it uh, looks like grass, just yeah. pass. Yeah, just <laughs> just pass. <laughs> not to the left though. Or no, not at all. Like, don't just, pass it to the left if it looks like grass. You never pass to the left. I always find myself like, <laughs> I was at a show downtown a couple of years ago. I was at a 311 show with Schulte. 311? Yeah, it was a killer show. Anyway, great. they're coming back. Um, are, they, are they really? Uh, that's what I saw. I saw it on Twitter. Maybe it's wrong. I don't know. I'll be fangirling the fuck out for that. Yeah, you're going to show no your lie. boobs, aren't you? I'll show you the whole thing. He's throwing panties. He's throwing panties. I might get pregnant. Hell no. I might get pregnant. No, 311 was like, uh, so this is how old I am. Uh, when I was like 12, I had some older cousins in Nebraska, and that's where 311's from. And uh, when I was in town, they always had to drag me around with them, just that younger dorky cousin. And they were like old enough to go to shows and shit. And they have to drag around the dorky Iowa kid when he was in town. So they took me to a 311 show when I was like, I don't know, 11 or 12, 13 maybe. I was just, I was a kid. And I saw him and I had a great time. And I just kind of, that's honestly what got me into music back then. Excuse me. Um, wow. 311 is amazing. They're, I can't believe there's like, it's still the original group out there doing it. I mean, they're not filling arenas, but they're doing, you know, I think they did a Club 5 show last time they were here, a couple thousand on mm -hmm. a Wednesday. I had a good time. We should bring them to uh, Tailgaters. Uh, For like a Sunday or a Monday show. Yeah, just a little acoustic shit. Yeah. Right? Yeah. No, fuck that. We'll bring Birdstorm in and bring, you know, the whole sound. Yeah, we could. Could. I'll, I'll let them shave my beard. 
right before you Christmas. But you only kill before Christmas. <laughs> uh, you know what? We'll we'll we'll, we'll call him. We'll see what happens. Yeah, <laughs> call three eleven. Yeah. Hi, three eleven. Hi. <laughs> Is this three or eleven? With my broken pinky. <laughs> right. <laughs> with, my, with my broken pinky. Hello, three <laughs> eleven. Uh, I would imagine. I, they don't tour a lot, a lot anymore. I know. Though. That's what I'm saying. We should get them in on Sunday or Monday. Well, if they're going to be here in town, we can just go to their shit. I don't have to clean it up. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. yeah. And if somebody hands me a joint, Doesn't John don't stare at me like I'm cleaning? a cop. Yeah. 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 Big, big arm, John. Uh, Johnny Bravo. Yeah. 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 yeah little Johnny Bravo. Johnny, he looks Johnny like, Bravo. He looks like motherfucking Johnny Bravo. 26 inch waist, 60 inch chest, just fucking huge. Huge arms. Huge. Yeah. Super nice guy too. The nicest guy you ever ever. Met. Yeah. Uh, this is a true story. We were ch- I was shit faced at Shappy shooting pool like ten years ago, and a ball got stuck. You were and, he, and he just leaned over and put stuck his hand underneath the pool table and lifted it up with one hand, and the balls all ran to the other side. And I just stared at him like, "You got to be kidding me!" <laughs> like, yeah, t- that's like me and two other dudes. Yeah. <laughs> and he just I'm like I've never seen anything like it in my hand. It was like just lifted up a Volkswagen with one arm. I'm like, okay, yeah. <laughs> Huh. I run a cleaning business. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> I clean shit. Yeah. All the he shit. doesn't talk like that. He's actually really nice. He's he talks huge. white. Um, <laughs> he's huge. He is huge. He is really big. Did you just look at your bicep? No. Oh, I thought you were just like, Jesus. <laughs> I got more work to do. No, God. 1,800 more reps. I mean, this guy's arms are like yeah. this. Yeah. No, he's, yeah, it's a whole other level there. He's awesome, though. He still does. So, how many episodes are we in now? How 30, many episodes have you guys done? Thirty-six. Thirty-six. Wow. Still season one, right? It's always going to be season one. <laughs> yeah. It's, <laughs> it's season episodic. one ever. Like days of our lives. Yeah, still season it's one. Always going to be season one. No, uh, Pete and I did the very first episode back in June, June twenty-first, I think. Um, and uh, my inbox is literally. I, I'm booked out through January. So you are cranking them out. I have no choice. I do two a week. Um, I've had to book yours three times now. Um, <laughs> no, but, uh, no, that's not entirely true. We've booked one, and then <laughs> I'm, okay, I'm the shits. He's not, he's not wrong. I, <laughs> he's just not right. Well, we no, we we've had we've had, we've had a couple of tentative dates. Yeah, and then uh, one time I double checked with him. He's like, no, you didn't confirm. So I got that booked up again. And I was like, okay, cool. Yep. So I never left him hanging, hanging, but. That, I think it got happens. close. Yeah. Du- yeah. I know James Larson's like, uh, he, he, he totally stood me up on a gig. and uh, He big-timed you? Yeah. And uh, he's like, and he told me, he told you, he's like, I was talking to Cale Henderson. He's like, I totally missed a podcast with Brian Lee the other day. And he goes, <laughs> Cale goes, I did too. <laughs> yeah. I, I, looked right, I looked right at him. I was like, are you fucking with me right now? Because like, like, I literally just got a text from Brian like, hey, we got to get this done. I was like, I know. No, James, I'll tell you, you think I'm busy. Oh, yeah, that guy's busy. That, yeah. He just filmed three episodes. Super he just, busy. He just filmed poker all weekend. He's working the Iowa game this weekend. Uh, biggest morning show in Eastern Iowa all week. I'll be on there on Friday, talking into microphones and talking shit to people. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Justin Crippen, though, man, uh, we've we've had three dates set now. I like Justin a lot. I know, and so he's coming on here. Uh, I think uh, next Wednesday or the Wednesday after. Maybe. Um. No, I mean, yeah, well, well, we'll see. Take it to his, yeah, take it to him if you have to. Well, the last time I got sick, so I couldn't do it, and so I was like, now I'm the douchebag. <laughs> no. But uh, he booked twice, and he's like, well, I won't do it without Nassar Cooper, and I'm like, that's fucked up. <laughs> wow, wow, codependency. Yeah, that's fine. He loves Nassar. I love Nassar too. I do too. Uh, Nassar's uh, episode with us is the third. 
largest episode. Oh, really? Yeah. Let's listen to. I did Schulte's podcast. We did the I did the first one with his, and it was the highest listened to, probably just because it was the first one. But oh. we uh, we had a, we had a really good time. Yeah, his uh, didn't rank too high with ours actually. It's probably in like the the low thirties, which is weird because we had a good time. That one, that one was a lot of fun. Tim Sullivan's one I yeah. listened to. Yeah. Oh, that, I, that makes sense. That one was pretty good. Dude, he's funny, dude. Yeah. If you listen to that episode, whole episode I mean, it's long. Dying. It's like I'm almost three hours, dude. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, his stories are amazing. Yeah. yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. So uh, what I'm going to do is, is I'm, you know, for everybody out there listening, uh, we're not going to have the episodes last two and a half, three hours anymore. We're going to last about an hour, hour and a half, and uh, then we'll have guests back more frequently. Sure. Um. And so that was, you know, one of the things Shane Lunsford, um, you know, suggested because he's like, I listen to podcasts all day long. I love them, but man, it's hard to get through all yours. And I've been hearing that from a lot of people. I, yeah. I There's listen, been several I listen people to lengthy podcasts, though. I do. Yeah, um, but an hour and a half is great because then you could just bump into another one. Sure. Well, I mean, I mean, it depends on your definition of lengthy. I mean, if the content's good, I don't care if it runs all week. I mean. When, when somebody's interesting, somebody's interesting. Yeah. You know? Yeah, but I mean, I listen to most of my shit in the truck or at the right, gym anyway. Right, right, So it's going to, I mean, anytime I pop pop in, it's going to pick up right where I left off anyway, like an audio yeah. book. It doesn't bother me a bit. See, you know, I and I started off listening to Rogan, who mm-hmm. had two, three-hour podcasts mm-hmm. all the time. Kevin Smith for me. Yeah, Kevin Smith as well. And, uh, you know, they were long. And oh, I, shit, I, I was three hours. At, I was working at Rockwell at the time, so that was great because yeah. I do two of those and my shift was almost over. Yep. And uh, so that's kind of where I got my format from. But uh, listen, you know, when Shane was like, hey, man, why don't you try an hour and a half? So we're going to do that for a while. And if you guys like the hour and a half, hit me up at Lee at Hotmail.com and uh, let me know. Give me your feedback because I want to know what people want. Um, I think we have really interesting guests always on and uh, we have a lot of good content but I don't want to cut them short if people want to hear more no and that's that makes total sense that's why actually why I text you and see if you wanted me to prep on anything because usually when I do usually when I when somebody asks me to talk into a microphone they want to ask me really specific shit and they want to keep it all you know kind of on the rail so the the to have the opportunity to just kind of run with it organically is something that I, I really look forward to because yeah. most people just want to talk to me about the Ronald McDonald house live music you know, shit like that, which is fine. I love talking about all those things. Um, but to just be able to sit here with four dudes and just and just kind of take it wherever it goes is, is really neat. Yeah, and we don't have to touch penises. I mean, we could. <laughs> Who doesn't like a sword fight? Hey, I've got hey, two I beers mean, left. I mean, hey. I got two beers <laughs> Pete, what do you got for uh, Kale? Um, well, I was just wondering, have you ever docked before since we were talking about touching penises? <laughs> Uh, no, but I'm willing to learn. Uh, docking, yeah. Well, yeah. you got to have an uncircumcised penis and a circumcised <laughs> penis to do it. Oh, shit. This is crazy. It's called docking. I don't know if you guys know about Why it. Why did I have to go here? I no idea. When you said dock, I thought you meant like putting your phone on the chart. Well, if you're going to Google it, do it from somebody else's computer. <laughs> yeah. Okay. okay. And not from my wife. Just like, just, well. like, just like when Schulte said, don't uh, look up porn tornadoes. <laughs> Dude. The definition so, no, yeah, of right. Pork, pork <laughs> tornadoes? Oh, yeah. Pork tornadoes. It was pork oh, tornadoes. God. Yeah. It's awful. Terrible. I've, I've been begging. Terrible. I, and now they're too big to change it no when they were when they first when i first started booking it's those bad. guys it's a real thing it's a bad thing look it up Pete. look it up look right it now phone. look it up and read it into that microphone no do not or read not. it i i think I, we did no um, we did not we didn't on the episode because I, I wouldn't let it happen no it's awful okay <laughs> it's uh it's maybe we did afterwards you, we, we did afterwards. i'm so old i keep the urban dictionary app on my phone now just yeah. so i can keep look up it up urban, urban dictionary just keep up with the kids it's, it's real man i'm telling you um <laughs> no i you know my my podcast is completely uncensored but that was one thing i was like fuck no yo 
<laughs> My yeah. son still has to edit this. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> right. Anything <laughs> but port tornadoes. <laughs> no, yeah. Look up the and, definition. And docking, apparently. And docking, oh, sorry apparently. About that. Is... Yeah, no, I didn't tell you what it was. I it's know. Thank God. Man. Don't, but he's going to look it no, up. No, right now. away, the port tornadoes pops right up. It's a cover band located in Iowa. No, it's in the Urban Dictionary. Urban Dictionary. Oh, but it. don't read it out right. Okay, I won't. But that wasn't, the, read it that wasn't your automatic thing? Come on, Pete. Uh, no. <laughs> Tim, Romain Morty got for kill. Um, I want to know what I want to hear. Oh, I want to know some of your, <laughs> I told I, you it's bad. I know you just mentioned yeah, not no talking joke, about right? music, but I always kind of ask people that are in kind of the music. Oh, thing. sure. No, I love, um, it's my first love. What was your, what was your insp- musical influences from when you were younger? Okay. Um, we talked a little bit about hip hop, a little bit. You no, know, you don't like clean music. Okay. So, um, you guys remember, you guys are going to think, <laughs> you guys are going to think this is lame, but do you remember, uh, remember the Naughty by Nature album jackets that had all this yes. shit you could order oh, on the inside? Yeah. Guess who had that bedroom set? Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. You remember, you remember, the, you remember they sold all their merch on the inside? Yeah. Of the, yeah. I bought that shit. You had the Naughty by Nature. That See, I didn't dope. ever pay you for a hip hop guy. That's dope. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I never pegged you for a hip hop yeah. guy. That's so great. No, yeah. That was, uh, that's why we've always got it was like 12 probably. And my mom's like, what's this shit? You know? <laughs> Yes. I was like, oh, I ordered a new bedroom set, which is, you know, really weird for a 12-year-old kid to do. From the Sears, pick... Sears catalog? No, from the back of the <laughs> yeah, album jacket. Know, like, that was the raddest shit ever. I was I was hooked. Yeah. That's cool. So That's cool. Um, but, yeah, my first musical influences, um, my dad was a big rock and roll guy. And my mom was a Motown girl. Oh, nice. So, um, you know, That's like my dad, my dad was like, you know, listening to a lot of Zeppelin, a lot of Who, a lot of the standards from when I was a kid. And then... You know, Saturday afternoons, my mom would have all the windows open and the stereo turned up while she was, you know, just doing around Saturday shit. And uh, it'd be like Sam Cooke and yes. uh, you know Al Green and Marvin Gaye and shit like that. So um, for my fifth birthday, my dad got me a copy of The Who, Tommy, and uh, Michael Jackson Thriller. So, nice. yeah. You just said Michael Jackson. Oh, is it? Yeah. You know, mm. you know that Tim. Who's that? Yeah, <laughs> who's that? Wait, who's that guy? I think he killed Jeffrey Epstein. Really? really? Uh, <laughs> so. If you look on the bottom of bush like hands, that's gonna be trending. Jeffrey Epstein did not kill himself. <laughs> he didn't. No, that's the. You know what? Are we? Uh, are we gonna? Can we? Can we even? Can we even? We can talk about whatever we want. Okay. Wait so here's where I'm at with Michael. Here's where I'm at with Michael Jackson. Okay, please. No. No, I just want to make sure that we're talking about. You're gonna go into Michael. I'm gonna go in. Well, I mean, I'm not okay. going into Michael. Well, let's see, let's see, let's see. Okay, <laughs> we'll go, we'll go with it. Okay, yeah, that's not what I meant. So, but now, granted, the guy obviously, obviously led a life that, as somebody with children, like it's unforgivable. But then I look back on the joy that I received from his music when I was a kid, and it's like, I, I, and I, I see where a lot of people can't separate the two. I'm not one of those people. I can throw in off the wall right now and listen to it cover to cover. But for some reason, I have a problem with R. Kelly. And I don't know if it's just because of where he... Well, and and, and uh, Tim and I have talked about this. It was fortunate that Michael Jackson passed when he did. Oh, yeah. Uh, kind of like to uh, preserve, Joe, Joe Paterno kind of style. You know, it preserved his music to a point where nothing can be proved. Um, and, and nobody can deny he has great music. Okay. That's where, uh, that was the only positive out of his death. The time, the timeliness of it. You mean? Yeah, Correct. I can see that. 
Because posthumously, the guy's a shitbag. Maybe, maybe not, but nobody <sighs> will ever know. There's a lot of smoke, man. There is, but there's also a lot of mirrors. For sure. I mean, the funny thing about Michael is, too, is like his sexuality was always kind of in question anyway, just yeah. because... And and not because he was an effeminate man or anything like that. It's just because he just never came out and said anything. They'd ask they'd ask Michael all the time, you know, about his sexuality. He was just really quiet about it. That's that's his right. That's cool. But um, you know, he he tried to lead lead a private life in the public eye, and the, and the two just don't work. Okay, so you're also talking to the biggest MJ fan ever, dude. I'm telling you, you, you know this, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, what's your thoughts about this? <laughs> um. I mean, I'm going to defend him uh, because him and I have a lot of relatable um, life upbringing. You know, Joe's Witness, big family, um, black family, abusive family. Yep. Um, so it, it, nothing was ever proven. For sure. Know? So, yeah. sure. so I think that, you know, if we wanted to switch it to R. Kelly, I think the problem I have with him is because the music that he made was pretty much telling us exactly what he was doing. Well, and there is proof with him. There's and legit there proof. proof. He's a fucking scumbag but, fucking forever. 100%. Right. But, 100%. But with MJ, you know, you can make your assumptions all you want. I know more than probably the average person, and that probably... Um, Excuse your judgment a little bit. May, well, I mean, I've I've just done more research than I think most people. Most people just that. watched the news and said, oh, mm -hmm. my God. You, you know, there's, and there's a, you know... And and that's kind of where I think mo you know I I wanted to do the research because I but I like I said I I've been through an abusive family I've been mm -hmm. through the Jehovah's Witnesses not to say that that had anything to do with it but um I didn't have a childhood either a, a yeah. real childhood yeah, either. Joe Jackson so, robbed those kids yeah of childhood, yeah um and he sure. did he did good for him I sure. mean you know if it depends how you look at it but um so I I I will defend him until it's proven otherwise personally and that's a but i'm also not somebody that's gonna like be pissed off at somebody that feels a certain way about him because i think i think you are in the minority there i think that's probably safe to say. probably that's safe to say probably well, but i feel like we have i have to be you know I've, who if i don't defend him who will no and that's no, cool that's a big step for you tim to be honest with you i mean to say what you're saying right now like hey listen uh i'm not saying what happened did happen or not happen no. but i'm saying is is that I'm still going to be in his corner. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people wouldn't be that way. And, you know, especially as big as a fan as you are. So that's huge, man. I mean, I mean, he, there, I, one of my first musical, I had to be told this story and I kind of vaguely remember it, I guess, but, um, I was six years old and, and the dangerous, uh, DVD of his tour came out. DVD. When, no, that was, I mean, it was a VHS. Sorry. Yeah, I sorry. Like, I have the DVD, DVD now. I have the DVD <laughs> now, but, uh, and I would put it in every day and dance to it. And my mom would tell me, I didn't, you know, I, I remember one specific time I was, I was watching it, like just staring in front of the TV, just watching it. Cause he had magic in it and, and all this cool Th stuff. That was Moonwalker for me. When a oh, Moonwalker. Yeah. Um, but my obsession with him didn't start until pretty much right before he died. No, okay. that was, th yeah, so that was, that, that was yeah. when it, that was when like I re re discovered his music again and kind of really started to pay attention and started reading his autobiography and his books and all that hands down the man has had some of the best songs ever made and i think that's what nobody can deny i don't think anybody can deny that regardless of how you feel about him now you know that i've been into art lately right 
<laughs> very deep into art, a lot of different um, artistic uh, areas. And so I'm just going to uh, judge him based on um, egoism, uh, things that affect me. That's all I really care about is how it affects me. Um, and one of the recent videos that just makes me cry, it's, it's made me cry for like six months. I'll just watch it almost every day. And that's Caitlin Owashi's uh, Perfect 10 gymnastics routine. Did you guys oh, ever see that? Yeah, UCLA. Oh, fuck. Oh she my God. kills Amazing. that. She kills it. And watching her teammates in the background and just the love and the community behind that video, yeah. just I love it. And she recently took all of the MJ songs out of it, uh, she said, because of um, out of respect for the victims of MJ. And so now I'm angry at MJ because that affected my world because See, I don't I, get to watch I, Caitlyn do that that to, to MJ anymore. That that kind of bothers me. It, it, yeah. See, who, so, who's the victims? Exactly. Well, no. See, I'm, I'm, I see where you're coming from on that. All I'm saying is that I don't like that. I don't get to see. Yeah. No, I get anymore. you. I get you. So selfish. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but that that was <laughs> that well, was it, a it, fantastic it, routine, though. It, yeah. That was unbelievable. But yeah. we do live in an age where people get their information so quickly and they, and you know, when you and I were kids, you got your day old information out of a piece of paper that was sitting at your front mm -hmm, door and you right. got to read it yeah. by yourself, process it by yourself. We didn't talk politics. Mm -hmm. um, and now everybody just has a snap judgment and, I, and, and, and we don't, and we live in a world that has almost zero gray area in it. It's like you either fucking are or you aren't. Right. Yeah. Right. And right. I don't, and I try not to live like that. I mean, I, like that's what I was saying. Like I, I can separate the man from the music, um, because I have such a deep love and respect for the music. And anybody my age who grew up with it, I think probably probably lies in that camp for the most part. Yeah, um, I could see that. And I can't speak to the man. I didn't know him. Right. All I can do is, and like I said, I don't want to be guilty of what I was just talking about. What other people do, but it's hard when if you if we were talking about anything other than children. I don't think anybody give a shit. But when you're talking about hurting kids, people's guard come up, all the claws come out, and it's that's when they take that hard line, and that's when people will just put him, put him on the shelf and leave him there forever. Right. You know, uh, with that being said, that's 100 percent true. But uh, there's a lot of people who still love his music. Absolutely, I'm and, one of them. And, love and, his music. and I love his music, and I play his music at weddings and everything, and I don't get. Uh, I even play R. Kelly's, you know, Ignition remix, and nobody nobody says anything, and That's and they sing along to it and everything else, you know. And so, regardless of what people do, doesn't mean that the art that they made is a bad thing, right? Okay. You know, and that's that's where I'm, you know, an advocate to be like, I don't agree with any of this bullshit that may or may not have happened. Right. But I am an advocate for the art that is being made. And uh, as a DJ, that's that's my job. It's like nowadays people like people put their politics and their feelings in the same pot. A hundred percent. And you have to be able to separate that. I've got yeah. friends of mine that I'm 180 degrees with against politically. Not not against, but I just like we have different views on shit. And I have people that have just cut me out of their lives because of the way I feel about one issue, you know. But you still hug them every day. Every day. Yeah. yeah. And, and you know, uh, you know, I went in this whole big thing uh, last year about uh, maybe two years ago about how I don't vote. And I haven't voted since 2001, since the elections in 01. And I, I voted for Ralph Nader. Uh, <laughs> I think I did too. Yeah. Yeah. The Green Party. Hell yeah. I think I did too. Hell yeah. And, uh, you know, but uh, that was the last time I voted. And people were like, well, how can you have a stand on anything? And I'm like, I don't. <laughs> you right. know, right. all I'm saying is I don't vote and everybody's attacking me. Right. I don't have a stand on anything. Have you ever heard me ever say anything political? Right. 
I don't go that route and I don't talk that route, you know, because I choose not to. Not because I don't have an opinion, which I do. Because it can get ugly. Absolutely. Now, however, I did register to vote this year. Um, I wanted to vote for city council and everything. I was just not in time, but I did register. So anybody out there, um, I fucking registered to vote. <laughs> and uh, hey, yeah, oh yeah, hey, we're a thumbs up. On that this that doesn't mean I'm gonna vote, but I am registered again to vote. And um, you know, for the presidential election, uh, we'll see. I think Abby Finkenauer is on that uh, ballot. Ooh, I love Abby Finkenauer. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. I uh, <laughs> probably not for her poli- her politics. She's getting married. She'll never date me. Uh, um. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I didn't know this. But, but, but we live in a really polarizing time where yeah, people can't true. differentiate that. Like, yeah. if you tell people that, like, I mean, there's a, there's a lot of prominent people in, in Cedar Rapids, a lot of people that could be doing a lot of really good work that don't or people don't listen to because they feel a certain way politically because, like you said, they choose to voice that every single day. And that turns people off, whether, whether it's one side of the fence or the other. So right. at this point... It's probably, like you were saying, more. it's probably more productive to keep those things to yourself. Like my grandpa was a very, very traditional Republican, but he never talked politics. He read his newspaper every day. He read the Wall Street Journal, and he was a very, very smart man. Um, but if you asked him questions, he would he would answer you on issues rather than party. Yeah. And I think, I think a lot of us need to go back to that. Instead of just getting our information from memes and then getting mad and screaming at people on the internet – I mean, nobody's mind has ever been changed on Facebook. So no, you're right. KCRG, except for <laughs> I was gonna go there. I was gonna. I know verbatim. Yeah, 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 you, no, you're good. You're good. They're I worse, was gonna. Was gonna like, God damn it. Depends on the depends you on the know, meal. My, my grandfather told me, um, you know, in the last year of his life, you know, I said, grandfather, I'm, you know, should I vote? And he says, son, it'll never ever matter. And he's not wrong. And um, you know that stuck with me for a long time. Yeah. Whether whether I vote or not, this you know uh, electoral term, um, maybe I don't think it's going to matter because the one the one vote didn't matter. You know when Trump got elected, I didn't vote. He wasn't you know elected by one vote. Um, and you know I think it matters when it comes to city stuff and local stuff. Those votes do matter. I would 100% agree with that. And, you know, my buddy Jerrell Robinson, uh, I uh, I was I was trying to vote for him, and I couldn't because I, I signed up too late. And, um, you know, hey, I, I, don't, I don't know if he was the perfect man for the job, but I think he'd be a great seat. And, uh, you know, and I hope he continues to go on because we've done a lot of work together. Well, I think what people need to realize, too, when they're voting for somebody who doesn't have any political experience or doesn't have – um, an experience in a seat is you, they need that opportunity to grow into it too. Yeah, I mean, there's nobody in the world that's ever been elected for something the first time that just walked in there day one and had it all figured out. You know, I mean, you spend the first half of the I imagine, George Washington, maybe George Washington was he elected? <laughs> I think so. I don't know. That's I wasn't. I wasn't there. I wasn't I, there yeah. either. <laughs> but how funny is it that our government really hasn't progressed much since then? Like we're still that's run- what yeah. I we're still running the same plays, man. Yeah. We're still running the same. That's what plays. I have an issues with. I'm having 250 years. Yeah, I have so many issues. No that. new shit. 
Yeah, how is it? How has it not changed? And we know we don't get political on this podcast. No, 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 no. no, But no. Uh, you still have to go to a place to vote, right? You know, that, I mean, that, why, that in itself is yeah. Why can't you do it online? I never like, thought about that. Think about that. There should be an app. Well, you you sign in <laughs> just like you do anything else. Like you can see a doctor online. Yeah, it's crazy. But you can't fucking vote online. There's there's and, actually a couple of test markets this this year that's going to be well. Doing. It, yeah, but it's 2019, it almost 2020, yeah. and you've been able to see a virtual doctor for the last. 10 years. Yeah. yeah. You it's know, crazy. It's just crazy. I, I just web MD and then update my will and Testament. Like every time, like <laughs> hey, you're going to die in 48 hours. Like, hey. Well, better get on that. All right. <laughs> Fucking Amanda Campbell. Go for motorcycle Are you ride, serious? Right. Yeah. That's actually huge for the, for the, uh, for the minority community right now. Um, that's what they're trying to push right now. Well, everybody it, has a phone and everybody can log in yeah. and everybody should be able to, you know, if you're not a felon or anything, vote, 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 vote. And felons yeah. should I be s- able to vote. I don't vote. understand I why ve- felons can't. I, and the There's only reason I said that is because of the way it is. Yeah. Right, right. So I was talking to a friend of mine the other night who's, who, uh, um, still people. This is, dude, this is, cr- this is crazy. This isn't, this is an absolute, this is where we're at right now. And this is, and like I said, we're not getting political. We're talking about politics. Yeah, 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 of course. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. two are different. Yeah. But I have a friend of mine who wants, um, he went to he went to prison for a federal weed charge. Like, oh, I think he did almost ten years in prison for it. He for since, weed for weed so stupid for weed. He's since got out, opened up a couple of businesses, and he's doing very well. Sure. He's a smart guy. Yeah. Um, and he's and he's really applied himself. He t- he he took that time in prison and actually really applied himself and became a better man for it. Um, I mean, there's there is something to a rehabilitation. I'm not. I mean, prisons are cash grab. I mean, I 100 percent believe that, but. He 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 made the best of his time. He couldn't do shit in there, so you know he, he bettered himself. He tried to get his voting rights back, and this was a nonviolent offender, obviously. He tried to get his voting rights back, his gun rights back, and uh, he wanted a liquor license. Uh, he was talking about doing a, uh, a venue of sorts. Sure. And got denied for all three. Sure. Yeah. What? That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, on a uh, on something that happened over 15 years ago, that was nonviolent. And he did his time. He did his time. Ten years he did. did. He did. He was sentenced ten to eight. I mean, and a half. that's crazy enough. Yeah, that's there's crazy. murderers that don't get that time. Yeah. Oh, oh, there's lots of murderers yeah, that yeah, don't get that. Yeah. He he did. He got ten. Did eight and a half for weed. Leavenworth Penitentiary, baby. Love and oh, that's, that's crazy. Horrible. That's just crazy. And can't get, and can't get a license to vote. I mean, to vote just to vote to be. In, he still be, lives in the country. He's a citizen, man. He's still a citizen. Yeah, yeah he's that's, a citizen. That is crazy. He's a taxpaying citizen. He's he's bettering his community. And he's he did it, his time. And he did his time. Yeah, he paid his dues. Yeah. yeah. No, no I, I agree. I'm a hardcore Republican, and that's one thing I'm hard with the Democrats on. Are you but, a hardcore Republican? Yeah, well, I'm a terrible Republican. Let's put it that way. There's a lot of things that Republicans do that a I hardcore with. terrible. Yeah, Republican? that's because I'm with that. You're a felon. Fuck it. You did your time. Fucking vote. I don't give a yeah, shit. That's a purely, exactly. Why is the only the Democratic Party pushing that though? It's yeah. because they they think that all uh, felons are going to vote Democrat. That's the only reason the Republicans are against it. It's it's the, the it's to, so stupid. To poke jabs at the Republicans is what it is. Well, we've gotten to a point in our society, too, where you could come up with the best idea in the world and put it on my table because of which party you're aligned with. I'm just going to shove it yeah. off the end of like a cat. Yes. You know, and people, I mean, that it's it's a kill the messenger, not the message. That yeah. you're we can all on. agree that cats are assholes. Cats are assholes. <laughs> but that bothers me about politics, too. <laughs> I don't think I'm wrong. There. Not to knock it, but I no, I think you're right. I feel like it should matter. The issues should matter, not what party you belong right. you belong to. One hundred percent, Tim. What's right is right, whether you're Democrat or Republican. But if that's this what is he's what's saying. right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I I agree yeah. with that. I think it, that's, that's what exactly how you it know, should be. You know, cats are assholes. Um, <laughs> yeah, 
Like in the, theory. At the end of the day. Moral story. They yeah. knock shit off the table. Bipartisan. <laughs> damn, why are cats assholes? How do we get over here again? Like, this is just funny. Like, I really love doing this. This is a great format. Like I said, usually I've got show prep and cliff notes in front of me, and we're just kind of working nah, our way man. down. This is great. This is, I'm, no, I'm so going to have another beer. The best thing about the uh, GXP podcast is that uh, um, I say it's a hang. Uh, it like is. I said, I, uh, I formatted off of Rogan. Thank you, Rogan. Um, because he's just like, hey, let's just hang out and talk, and we'll see where rabbit holes, man. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we're just an hour in, and so we got another 15, 20 minutes sure. left. Um, what else do you want to talk about, man? I mean, uh, what else do you got coming up? What else do I got? What are the controversial issues you can bring oh, up? Oh, right, yeah. No, no, not that. <laughs> not that. No. We started. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, kind of, I'm kind of liking verbatim's take on Right, yeah, verbatim's yeah. coming in hot over here. I like it. <laughs> I really don't have, I mean, obviously busy as shit. Um, we've got the event coming up. Uh, I was, you know what? So how do people get involved with the event? Let's let's talk about that. Okay. Well, you know, it's funny because I made a bunch of new friends that I would never normally. We're going to back this up a little bit. We're gonna back <laughs> That's this... why he's here, ladies and gentlemen. Um, what? Because I'm a friend he would never actually hang out with. No, no, no. That's not what, that's not what I said. No, no. I made... That's not what I was saying. So a couple weeks ago, I got caught, I got I got nominated as a local hero to be up on stage during the Brett Michaels show. I did see oh, that, and it put oh, yeah. me in a room with people I would normally never meet. So, um, that's where I was doing with that, you fucker. No, <laughs> no. So it's a lot better than what I was thinking. Yeah. Right. So, so it put me in a room with a bunch of people who I would consider to be like real heroes, like cops, firefighters. This lady like started a rescue for dogs, and then it was just me, like in Carson King. <laughs> And so we're like going right. Like one of these things is not like the others. Like this guy pulls people out of fires. This guy saves people's lives, you know, and wears a uniform. Carson King funnels three million dollars to the University of Iowa. This lady saves dogs, and then you got my fat ass up there just waving to the crowd, like, "Hey, I see the rapids." This is Brett Michaels. He's the size of my I'm wife. Kill Henderson! <laughs> Yay! Why am I here? What the fuck am I doing here? But no, I was nominated and I was really happy to accept. But like I said, it put it put me in it put me in a room with people like I would never normally cross paths with. And it was it was funny to listen to like how all like but all these people were really reluctant to be there. And it was uh, it was nice to meet them, and now they all want to get involved in the Ronald McDonald thing. So, like, uh, one of the police officers I met, um, he's he's going to come down to the event. We're sending a we're sending a limo to uh, we're sending a limo to go get Carson to bring him to the event. So, like, our our little event got all these people because like we're going around the room. and They're like, "What do you do? What do you do? What do you do?" And they're like, they get to Carson and they're like, "Oh, well, we know who you are." And they get to me and they're like. <laughs> I shaved my beard. <laughs> you showed him your tits? Yeah, I was like, so like once is this a year. This what we're supposed to do? Once a year I shave this beard and people just pile up money and it makes no sense. So Burt Kreischer got in shape. Look at that. That's weird. Burt Kreischer got in shape. <laughs> I do love Burt Kreischer. I got tickets to his show. He added another one I saw. Uh, I got tickets to go. Tell me Cedar Rapids won't fuck this up because every time I go see a comedian at the Paramount, they get heckled. I had heckled. Jeff Johnson on right before you. Don't worry. It's going to be fine. I get so mad. Every, I'm so embarrassed to be a Cedar Rapidian every time I go to the Paramount and see a show. Like, I watch good comedians just get heckled by idiots that have been drinking all day long. And it's like, don't you guys understand how performances work? I, You know, I used to work for Penguins for a long time. Actually, a pizza comedian. Did you know that? I did not know that. Yeah. Yeah, you couldn't tell by this podcast. but 
No, I mean, well, comedians aren't funny in real life. It's they're only funny on stage. <laughs> Cooks don't cook at home, and mechanics drive shitty cars, right? Yeah, exactly. Right. No, I mean, Pete is a funny fucking comedian. You guys, heroes drink others. Bush Light. Yeah, heroes drink Bush Light. I, I did just, buy Bush Light for that reason. <laughs> I drink. <laughs> I did no, actually. I'll, I'm just, I'll, I'll and it was five dollars a six pack. Right, uh, but uh, <laughs> but no, I mean, Kreischer, Kreischer is going to crush. He always does. Yeah, um, he's he's probably he might be the best storyteller out there right now. He's the machine. Uh, I think him and Aziz probably tell the best stories of any. Like, I mean, he's hilarious, and uh, you know, Jeff Johnson was like, "I'm going to get you backstage with him." So I was like, "Hey, oh. you got to keep your shirt on." I will take my shirt off. I, dude, I don't know if I could. I'm yeah. like, look at we're the same. We're the fucking machine, <laughs> dude. Apparently, so, he lost a bunch of weight though recently. Yeah, but yeah. he gains it all back because he does uh, sober October with Rogan oh, all yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah. Who else gets involved in that? There's a couple other guys too. Um, is it uh, Ari Schaefer? Uh, I think it's Ari. Uh, oh Tom, yeah, it's Ar- Tom Segura and Ari Shafir. Yeah, and yeah, Ari, Ari Shafir and it. Tom Segura. Yeah. yeah. I mean, why are you going to go up in a health and wellness competition against Joe Rogan? Dude, you're an idiot. And everybody yeah, has to wear smart. a band and everything. And I'm like, dude, that guy not, not burns like 7,000 calories a day. And and they think that they – well, Ari, yeah, actually, he's in good shape. But, sure. Uh, but take one look at Bert Kreischer. Bert, yeah. But he's like <laughs> – it was so funny. Like the first time he did the Sober October, he's like, I quit alcohol and I had no like repercussions. <laughs> like no uh, withdrawal or shakes or anything. I just – and I thought I'd have a trouble sleeping. No, I can sleep because I'm working out. <laughs> it's so funny. This is like three years ago. But yeah. it, but it's funny. Like if you've done, if that's been your routine, and that's and and that's why people love you. That's why you got famous. You're this party guy. I mean, you're you're expected to keep up that act, and you're on the road. What probably doing 250, 300 dates a year? No, you don't think he's doing that many? 125. Oh, okay, I didn't know. Yeah, there's no. a lot of guys out there that doing, hit the road I mean, a lot. Maybe some, but not Burke Kreischer. Right. You know, not not people of that statue. You know, you don't do that many dates. Hell no. Is he on that level now? Oh, absolutely, Is he? dude. When I, I mean, first started listening to him, like dude, the, the it machine was, a, was that bit. You know. Well, it, it's always gonna be that bit. Um, it was seventy dollars a ticket. At the Paramount. That's more than I paid for Jim Jeffries, and I like Jim Jeffries more. And I and I seen Seinfeld at the Paramount. Right. You know, but you this was Seinfeld. 15 years ago. I saw know? Carlin at the Paramount. What? Really? Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. The sound was all fucked up. Luckily, I was close enough where I could hear him. Yeah. Because I guess everybody behind me. Well, now me, the Paramount has yeah. line array. Right. There's the old Paramount. Yeah. You know, and they didn't have them before. They had speakers on the stage. So for your money, who's the best comedian working right now doing shows? C.K. Lewis. Who? CK. Lewis. Lewis. Oh, okay. Louis CK. Louis CK. Louis CK. Yeah. No, that's controversial. I know, but we're we gonna go there. He's probably the are we going there? Name out there right now. He's good. He's um, very good. Um, because he's back out and he's doing his thing. The biggest just, name, dude, right now, absolutely. Because he. No, like who's your favorite? Like who's your? Favorite? Oh, my favorite. Yeah, who's your favorite right now? Oh, uh, what do you? Um, Jesus Christ, he put me on the spot here. Sorry, yeah, he did. I know. Uh, Chappelle. Oh, I'll tell you what. I I did not used to like. It's not I, a bad answer. No, it's not. It's not. It's so good. But I did not used to like his stand up. Oh, dude, I used to love so his good. sketch. I thought his sketch was great. And then he always reminded me of just kind of like sloppy Chris Tucker on stage. Like he was okay. And I was never a big it's Chris like Martin Tucker. Martin Lawrence on stage, man. You know, I mean, he's see, the I same like Martin way. better. But I, but the stuff that Dave's put out in the last two years, he's so is, polished is and better good. than anything coming out. Especially his last that. special. It's it's so fucking smart. Yeah, it's so smart. Yeah. That joke he wrote backwards. Yes. Oh my god! Yes, come on, brilliant. Come on, yeah. like just fuck off with all that. Like, <laughs> what, 
you're all playing for second. No, that was incredible. We were talking before we started the podcast. We were talking about the joke where he does the two impersonations. His yeah, two best, on, his yeah. two best impressions. Dude, he's on another level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chappelle. I but mean, I, I got to see Jim Jeffries here in town, and as a like you said, as a giant Republican, you're probably not a huge fan of of his comedy. It's pretty no, political. No, I, I think he's fucking funny. I think he's great. I think he's got the formula. I think he's phenomenal. I think he's brilliant. I think he's smart. I think he fucked up really bad, which made me really angry the other day, uh, which was last year. <laughs> but um, <laughs> Is that why I haven't heard anything from him in a while? I've, yeah. He, I he, didn't see what he did. He Yeah, he got into some serious stuff. Cause they he, all are, man. Yeah. You know what, though? I also uh, think Jeff Dunham is completely underrated. And I'm not a fan in the slightest. Me no neither. shit. No. None of us are. Brian. No. Jeff. None Jeff of us. Dunham. No. None of us. I don't know. I don't. I can't. Dude, that guy's can't. hilarious. Well, he's got. He has the... moments, but no. Yeah. He has a terrorist that will kill you. <laughs> I uh. <laughs> no, I. I mean, a ventriloquist. He's got. He's trying to. Yeah. Pump he's got a grumpy old man. <laughs> he's got props. He's Gallagher. He's got, oh, oh no. that hurt! That hurt! I saw that. In the, no. I saw it in your eyes. That He's was so deep. funny. That one cut deep. Do you he remember the F word when uh, Chappelle <laughs> did uh, Black Gallagher? Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no, not a fan of Jeff Dunham, huh? Right. No. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's coming back here in town here next month, and I'm not probably going. plenty of good seats available. Yeah, I'm not going. <laughs> I did take the kids uh, two years ago, and he's. Has a very inappropriate show for for young. People. Good he gets call. Very, he gets very We're questioning adult, your yeah. parenting now. Yeah. <laughs> hey, verbatim. Who's your favorite comic? I'd probably go with Chappelle. You can go with Chappelle. No, right now, yeah. You got two Chappelles. Yeah. I, gotta... already, I already took him. Pick another one. Yeah, not yeah. of all time, but <laughs> yeah. huh? No, I mean that's. I already took him. I mean, you can take you can <laughs> you, you can take different pieces from certain comics and. And like, kind of like, love those things about it. It's like asking you what your favorite song is. I shouldn't have put you on the spot because, like, you can kind of go genre. Like, like I like Ron White for his timing. You know, Ooh. Ron Ron White can circle back around yeah. to a to a really good joke, and it's all comedic timing. I mean, he doesn't, and he's not as funny. You know, it's not jokes on jokes on jokes. It's more, it's more just you know storytelling. But I think it's storytelling with just incredible comedic timing. Yeah. Um, I just saw, uh, honestly, John Leguizamo used to do a. <laughs> used to do a spoken word that was one yeah. of the funniest things I've ever seen. He's a funny man. Dude, he, he is. is he is very funny. He just released a Latin history on uh, Netflix. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen it. No. I've been balls deep into Disney Plus. I've balls. I haven't deep. seen anything. See, on that seems a little inappropriate I'm on TV. for Disney. Oh yeah, YouTube TV is the way. I'm going to do both probably. I'm going to do Disney Plus. Maybe someday everybody will bundle that all up again and give us sell us cable again. Yeah, yeah. It's like sticking up your eyebrows sticking my, up. Yeah. I, it does that all the time. I do it on YouTube too when I'm, when I'm doing my shit. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I go. I so I mean, are we just all going to be slaves to the streaming? Is that what, what's going to happen? That's what I am. It's going that um, way. I saved a hundred bucks a month from cable. That's what uh, I'll be doing too. So I'm still that dude. I don't know why. Um. What are you, I'm on or something? No. I, well, I live in the county, so I can only get Mediacom. Uh, so I get uh, cable for 80 bucks a month. Okay. And then I get uh, YouTube TV for 50 So I pay $130 a month. Plus internet. Well, no, that you is, got cable. The, no, so cable, you meant cable, inter, internet. cable internet. Yeah. 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 So $150 or $130 a month when I was paying almost 250 for... I used to be with DirecTV, and I was just bending over That's, every I month. still have DirecTV, yeah. technically. Oh, but I know. Yeah. And it's so great because I get all my local channels. Yeah, that was another thing. And if it YouTube, rains, you can still watch TV. It's yeah. wild. Yeah. Yeah. I had an antenna up for a while when I was on Sling, <laughs> and it just wasn't working. I couldn't get 7 at all. And then uh, Fox 
which is the same fucking broadcast park as two. Right, right. Uh, two would come in crystal clear, but Fox would be like, Yo, yeah, six blocks from here. And I'm like, God damn it. So you're not a slinger anymore? I'm not a slinger. <laughs> those, you, are great. those are great. I mean, those are fantastic. Those are great. Those are great commercials. Dude, commercials. And, and, you know, for I was paying $42 a month for sling. And for an extra eight bucks, I get uh, local local channels. And that means I get Jeopardy at three and at four o'clock. All I need is Maury. Yeah, gotta I give me the Maury. I, I want to know who the father is, dude. No, there's, I don't, I don't want fucking Maury whatsoever. Thoughts and I'd, prayers to Alex Trebek, though. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. Did you see what they did the other day? That was some touching no. shit. When the guy, so he on Final Jeopardy, yeah, Final Jeopardy. I've seen that. They asked everybody the question, and he fucked answered the it, and it said, "It said we love you, Alex." No, did that really um, happen? Oh, and Alex read it, and he was just like, you could tell instantly, like. Instantly choked up. Oh, and then he tried to stumble, be professional through it, and he's like, "Oh, that's very thoughtful." Dude, and then just, who's gonna oh, replace Alex? Trebek? You can't. I don't. Will I mean, Ferrell. That's actually. I mean, not bad. <laughs> that's actually not bad. <laughs> I mean, nobody can replace him. I mean, no, can, nobody can replace. I mean, I don't. I didn't God. think anybody could. I don't know. Drew. Uh, Drew Carey's doing a pretty good job on the prices right he now. Does, he, he does. He does do a pretty it. good right. job there. And but. he got skinny again. Uh, we'll see when he gets fat if uh, if it holds up. <laughs> I saw a really funny video of Drew Carey. <laughs> this is funny. This is completely off fucking subject. I saw a picture. I saw a video of Drew Carey up on a balcony at a Machine Gun Kelly show with like six blondes popping wow. bottles like a couple years ago. What? Just repping the fuck out of Cleveland. No, yeah, like they're at a Machine Gun Kelly show. Yes. About the size of the Paramount, like you know, eighteen hundred, two thousand people, and the place is just going nuts. And they pan up to the side. And there's Drew Carey with like I mean, all the girls from the Price is Right popping bottles, like just going nuts. Let's be honest, 1800. I mean, come on, like more like 800, 300. Where? 400. Oh, it's, it's, it's an MGK show in I mean, Cleveland. I mean, in Cleveland, yeah. So it's probably like 350. This is for the <laughs> land. For the land. But I just thought it was wild that I just thought it was wild that Drew Carey fucks with Machine Gun Kelly. Like, that's cool. Well. You know what Bob Barker used to fuck with if he had social media? <laughs> I mean, come on. That guy would be in prison. Oh, with I R. Can't Kelly, even Michael Jackson, yeah. and everybody else. Prison. Jeffrey Epstein. You, and everybody else. Sexual yeah. assault. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to end it on that guy. Well, you yeah. didn't ask me my favorite comic. And, uh, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah I'm the only comedian here. And Yeah. Jesus. Well, uh, it's you. All right. Well, look it up on Netflix then. This is the last thing I'll say James A. Caster. That good? Oh, my God. God, I'll James Acaster, Netflix. Look it up. This guy's fucking brilliant. There you go, Brian. All right, I love it. We'll go home on that. We got uh, Kale, Hen- uh, Kale, Kale, Cal, Cole, Caleb, Kale <laughs> Henderson here, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. On behalf of uh, DJ Verbatim, Yo Yo, Pete Wilcox, Kale Henderson. Thank you, thank you. Take us out. <laughs> it's not working. It's. Working. Oh shit. Oh, there it I'm is. Club. And I'm with my honey. Oh, you got, you know, the haters. They want to be tough guys all of a sudden. Hit you with the ice grill, you know. Why you your boys and little do they know.